Dead Academy podcast. I'm Fallon. I'm Michelle. And this is the biggest guest we've had by far. <laughs> she, oh my gosh, I've been super stoked to have her here. She is a licensed forensic psychologist from Wright State University. And this is Erin Nickting. Yes. Nickting. Welcome. Uh, yeah. Thank welcome. You. It's great to be here. We are so stoked to have you here, Erin. Oh, oh my you. gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Very Do you want to go first, Michelle? Uh, with your uh, discussions? I do have something to bring up. Let's hear it. And it, what is it? Today's Friday, so mm-hmm. it was... Wednesday. It was Wednesday? Or Tuesday Wait. night. No. Wednesday. Shit. It was Wednesday because you went to town yesterday. And, like, yeah. Took care okay. Of so, Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. It snowed. And I was on the phone with my mother, and I remember <laughs> vividly looking Your outside. Mother. Yeah. Well, I was looking outside. I was like, she "Oh well, proper, I, I didn't." Oh no, it's <laughs> going to get very straight when she said, yeah, it. "It's going to get worse." So I'm, I'm looking outside and I realize it's snowing. My whole front porch is just perfect, like covered in snow. No, just no disturbance, no nothing. And that that was like 7:30. So all I have is a window of time here. 7:30 p.m. That's what it looked like. I wake up to go to work 4:30 in the morning. And I checked outside to see if there was more snow. And there are footprints, like, in a two-foot radius <gasps> by my front door and my window. Well, I've been sick since, like I said, December 18th. <laughs> so I was sleeping in the living room to sleep propped up, which was, like, two feet away from this window. So while I'm sleeping, someone is standing right is outside that? my Super house. creepy. And... The footprints didn't just walk up to the door, like where it's just two footprints just standing at your door. It was they were like pacing, they were like dancing around in a circle, and it freaked my shit out. So yesterday after work, I went to Best Buy and I bought all kinds of (laughs) ring cameras, and I bought door stoppers, (laughs) and that shit is locked down. So if you listen to this and you come back, it's not happening. Those are your footprints. Watch out. Yeah. Oh, I, I marked them and everything. They're like the size of my shoe. They're tennis shoes, hmm. but they're men's because they're wider. You went all forensic with it? I did. That's awesome. Well, you have to know. Right? Yeah. Like, you have to know. So, I'm only saying this on this podcast. By the, I mean, I sound fine with it right now, but I'm actually, like, extremely freaked out. Well, her house got broken into a few years ago. Oh. Well, like, yeah, they... and, yeah, and I went over, like, right afterwards, and it just, it just felt dirty. Oh, like you could tell that someone else's body was in her. Well, and like, what did you touch? So I cleaned everything. Everything was tainted. Yeah, everything. When my car got broken into, like, that's a smaller scale, but I felt the same way. I'm like, I don't even want to drive in this anymore. No, I can't imagine a house. No, I didn't like it. No. Well, I'm also a gun owner for all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, go ahead and break in there. I dare you. I mean, and it's a big gun, and I know how to use it very well. But uh, she'll blow your goddamn head off if you try anything is what she's trying to say. I mean, I'm pretty good with it. <laughs> I practice a lot, but it's just scary as shit. I live by myself like it. This isn't this isn't fine. The fact the scariest part was they were standing right next to where I was sleeping. That, yeah. Were there blinds? Were the blinds closed? Like, did you have blinds? Well, I don't have blinds. It's like a big giant window. Oh. So I, I have curtains over it and I have like. 
they're thick curtains too. They're yeah, like they're like curtains. <laughs> yeah, I live in a cave, so they're like those eclipse curtains that. But I don't like it. No. So all day today, while I was at work, every time that thing went off, like there's motion on the front. I was like, "What?" And I'm on it. Yeah. And I'm watching everything. You'll do that for like the first week, and it then got afterwards very... you're like, "Oh my god, who the fuck's at my front door?" Well, I noticed today that my mailman must have been having a bad day, mm-hmm. and he just threw my mail in the mailbox and left the mail like the door of it open, so everything was wet, mm. and all my mail was crumbled. And I watched him. I almost yelled. Like onto the camera, like, do you mind treating my shit a little bit better? Like this is. Please close the mailbox. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't yell at the mailman though through your ring. Well, be a man. Wait for him by the mailbox. Oh, and the, I found out the other <laughs> cool thing guy. it has with is the, it has like yeah, Aaron. <laughs> this camera has a siren on it too, and I can hit a button and just make the siren go off whenever. Uh huh. I think I want to test it. That'd be pretty funny. As soon as the mailman comes tomorrow. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> hit it. Poor guy. But. The, I'm telling you this because keep watch your surroundings, people. Oh, absolutely. And keep your fucking doors locked. I don't know how many times I've said that on That's our so episodes, but lock the doors. That's like one of my biggest fears is to come home and there's someone's been in there waiting <laughs> or watching mm, you yeah. when you sleep. No. Ugh. Yeah. I don't no like thanks. it. No I don't like it. So Fort Knox now. Oh, yeah. Like, it was already kind of Fort Knox because I'm paranoid, but it's really locked tight now. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, God. I don't like it. Lock your doors. <laughs> Lock your Trust door. no one. Trust no one. <laughs> that's it. That That's all I have. That's pretty creepy. No, I, I don't like it. Well, are you ready to, like, totally flood Aaron with so many questions and awkwardness? Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Aaron, yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. We have some questions. Okay. You know, yeah. from us and uh, some people from the Facebooks and social media. All right. I'm gonna try not to read this. Like, I don't know if you guys can hear it. Yeah, but. I can hear it. <laughs> um, so just like, what exactly is like your title? Like, what does that mean? Like, what do you do? Well, forensic psychologist actually means a lot of different. Well, potentially a lot of different things. For mm-hmm. for me, I'm actually considered to be a legal examiner, mm-hmm. and so what I do pretty much exclusively is court-ordered evaluations. So I evaluate for whatever the judge would ask us to do. So Mm -hmm. we've got a little, well, I'd say several different types of evaluations that we do, um, at least where I work. So Mm -hmm. competency to stand trial, not guilty by reason of insanity, treatment recommendations, risk assessments, a lot of different things. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That is so fascinating. I I, my question was, and yeah, I think I'm she already asked you. <laughs> well, I was like, is she Mind Hunter? Yeah. And then she told me, like, you haven't seen the show. I was like, oh, no. man. Have you still not seen Mind Hunter? No, I'm such a wuss because <laughs> when I like get home, I'm like, I just need something so easy. Oh, right. And yeah. so, because like, yeah, that's the way that I calm down at night by just not watching yeah. anything that's hard. Oh, ever. wow. Like, yeah, hard to watch. You know, I'm the same way. When we do this, like, I will research <laughs> something for each week, but that's it. Like, I don't yeah. go home and I. She tells me to watch all these shows. Mm-hmm. I don't watch them because it's like I do enough research and I read enough bad crap that I'm done. Like I go home break. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but That's you don't take point. that break. I, t- I had to take the break a couple times. Like stuff with kids like really gets to me, mm-hmm. you know, and not that I'm desensitized or whatever, but like I can handle some shit. 
but yeah. you know, there's sometimes I'm just like, you know what, I gotta, I gotta sleep on this. I got, I need at least two days to like Take recover. A time out. Yeah. But then I end up making up for that two days and just like plow through <laughs> Netflix one day and YouTube and all that stuff. Um, let me see really quick. <laughs> Go on, Michelle. Oh. Oh. oh no, hold on. Okay, so like, how long have you been doing this? And what made you decide to do it? Well, I got a doctorate that took five years, and so. As a part of that, you start training, like you do what we call practicum. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I uh, had just decided therapy's not for me, right. not a therapy person, um, decided to do something with assessments. And then the one of the practicum sites that were available for Wright State students, um, it was like new that year mm-hmm. and it was kind of late to the game. And they're like, well, you just go down and see, check it out. And it was forensic psychology, forensic assessment. And I... Just loved fell it. in love with it, it. yeah. Um, and I actually work there full time now, so it's been, um, I mean, several, That's amazing. several years. It is ten years now, so yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, back to Mindhunter, though. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I now I feel like I need to okay. watch this. You definitely. Need, it's not. It's a like, really good show. If I had yeah. to guess the stuff that you deal with at work, it's it's a really good show. It's not like crazy graphic, mm-hmm. but they do say some things where you're like Ed Kemper. Well, you know what the fuck, but like how they film it and what it's about and you know like profiling criminals and stuff like like how it first started you, i oh, i think you would yeah, love it yeah i'm sure yeah it sounds right up my and alley and there's some like backstories to it and like the acting's really good, great and see i think she's like the doctor in you, she is absolutely <laughs> i forget her I name i can't think of her name either damn well she wasn't <clears throat> was she in season 1 or is uh, it just season 2 i think she was season 1 yeah she mm. kind of came in halfway through but yeah, you're the doctor. Oh, okay. In, yeah, in mine, she's a bad ass woman. Badass. I like it. Yeah, she's I incredible. Like her. Oh, mm-hmm. I love her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. On, so, <laughs> okay. So, are you a true crime? Like, are what brought you into this? Like, is there like a certain case or like a certain oh yeah that was- person that's like you know this is very fascinating to me, and then it kind of drew you to this career. Is that kind of a thing for I you? I feel like it was trial by fire. Like I got thrown in and I I loved it. Like I kind of, I, you know, it, it's hard because when you first start doing something like we were talking about, you get desensitized. And so mm-hmm. I always say, the way I say it to, I um, supervise students at this point, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm jaded. So when they're like, oh, <laughs> this poor guy, I'm like, he's malingering. Like, let's keep going. Like, yeah, come on, yeah. not poor guy. Um, and so, but when you're first, a st- when you're first, a student just starting out like it's it's actually it was pretty difficult and so like I was almost like I don't know if I can do this because right. I now do you have to like to... sit down with mm-hmm. like essentially criminals or like do you go to crime scenes or is that is it all in one like do you have to interview yeah. them and just yeah pick so their brain it's not going to crime scenes um but it's picking their brain so for competency to stand trial you have to make sure that they understand the proceedings against them and they that they're capable of aiding in their defense, essentially. Right. So part of that is asking and knowing that they're able to talk about what happened. So you need them to talk about the offense. With NGRIs or not guilty by reason of insanity evaluations, you have to um, pick apart exactly what was going on at the time. So you need to know so much about the offense itself. So you are hearing everything. So do you have to study the well, case before you talk to them? Yeah, I mean, I think legal examiners do it differently, but we, at least I, I should say, I strive to get the police report, like if we're doing an NGRI evaluation, I want to look that over so I know what questions to ask and kind of where to, where I want to go with it. Yeah. Um, 
I'm just so obsessed. <laughs> she gets to pick their brain, Michelle. That's our dream. Yeah. yeah. You know, I went, I started college. I lasted two years, dropped out. And I, forensics was the field that I was very interested in. And I apparently was, I just signed up for the wrong classes. Like I didn't realize I screwed up. But once I realized I screwed up, it was, I ended up taking like cop classes and things like that, but they were the most fascinating classes I've ever been in where I had to, I just kept with it. Yeah. But, uh, my professor, she was, she's done everything. She was a prosecutor. She did, she was on homicide detective like it was everything well she would bring in crime scene photos sorry. i heard that yeah. <laughs> i did too well, my, no. it just funny. keeps gurgling i'm sorry <laughs> I'm just, so ladylike i can't help it but yeah she would bring in crime scene photos of all kinds of stuff and a lot of classes just very gross and i couldn't get enough of it like i'm just looking at all of them I was like i was so fascinated i should have stuck with it like, but send me more yeah yeah well then i didn't want to look like that weirdo that really I didn't want it to seem like I was enjoying it, but I was intrigued. Oh, I should say. I think that's what, like, I think that's why we're all here. Yeah. <laughs> like we find this stuff fascinating. Oh, I know. And I you bet know? secretly a lot more people in that class were probably intrigued and they just were like, you oh, know, they were. Yeah. Well, you know, Absolutely. Like, that's just one of the things people are it was, always intrigued about it. I mean, well, it's, it's fascinating. Like, you know, some of the cases that, like, we talk about, and I'm sure that you've seen, mm-hmm. how the hell does someone do these things? Right. You know, like what makes them like I've been mad before, but I've never been, you know, open your throat, sever your head and have sex with your corpse mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like (laughs) we've all been mad. We've never been that mad. (laughs) So it's like, what's the difference between, you know, us three sitting here and reacting to an awful event versus, you know, I can't even think of someone's name. Just the guy that would cut off your head and rape your corpse kind of thing. Like what differs those two? I don't Mm -hmm. know. This whole thing's fascinating. I love it. So do you think you're born evil or created? That was going to be the last question. Oh, last question. Like final nail in the coffin. Okay. Well, then don't answer it yet. Okay. Well, that's fine. We'll go back to that. Okay. (laughs) We have (laughs) to stay tuned. Look, that just shows you the, (laughs) these episodes, not scripted whatsoever. Like I have no idea what questions she has. I don't even have a piece of paper in front of me like I she like usually, normal. Yeah, she usually just goes off the top of her head. Well, then go ahead, ask a question. <laughs> well, I mean, since you have so many. All right. Uh, so, is I'm sure there's some cases that you can't talk about, mm-hmm. but has there ever been a case that you can talk about that just just really stood out? Like you kind of think about it from time to time, just kind of hits you a different way. Yeah, I mean, I think I I won't go too much into specifics, mm-hmm. but I do think like those those first few cases like the first time you talk about someone who has murdered somebody else Mm -hmm. um and then I I get really so one of the nice things about where I work is that you I think personally and professionally you need to know what your limitations are yeah and so I have two little kids at home and before I had kids I was like give me anything give me everything I'm fine with it Mm -hmm. as soon as I had kids I'm like do not give me any interviews where someone has raped kids or killed kids you just you know the things that you can't you just can't do you just not at this point in time so um but I would say like those kind of big time cases that that really like in the first time ones that you really talk to and you're like wow this is like to what you were saying Yeah. yeah horrific and like how did you get to this point like how are we here with me sitting across the table from you talking right. about killing somebody. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will never, never forget that. Um, ever. 
So d- it, is it just murders that you do, or is it all kinds of crimes? Oh, it's like, could everything. it be like a bank robber or? Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. um, and like even minor things, uh, disorderly conducts, OVIs. Um, I okay. Mean, minor things to major things you yeah. get you just never you get charts and like three ring binders you yeah. open it up you never know what you're gonna get right oh wow uh, yeah so you like get surprise yeah. <laughs> like, we're yeah, gonna ruin your day you murdered my brother <laughs> yeah. you know oh, wow. but your job's not monotonous no that's which a great I, thing which i think is what i love most about it like yeah. you just never know going in you never know what you're gonna get yeah like today i interviewed four people and each one was so different in their own way and do I, you yeah. just stay in this area Yes. So I work actually for a certified forensic center. Mm -hmm. Um, There are several throughout the state. And so the way that it works is we've sort of carved out the counties in Ohio. So Mm -hmm. we have, um, I think, six. Uh, Don't quote me on that. Um, I should probably know, but I don't. (laughs) That's fine. Um, We don't ever have facts on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, like, um, so Hamilton County obviously is the biggest, the largest Mm -hmm. one. But we also do um, several other counties in in the area. Wow. I mean, there's so, a lot of bad guys around here. Well, it makes me wonder, like, in our area, are there a lot of murders? Because I don't hear about a yeah, lot, but is there really here. a lot? No. I mean, I That's can't good. say that I... Not, it's not every other day that I'm <laughs> interviewing someone who has killed someone. That's great, sure. because I'm super yeah. paranoid. Like, I just think everyone's bad. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, good to know there that there's just people. not a lot of people being murdered around me. Yeah? I mean, that's... yeah. yeah. Isn't it like one in every 32 people you pass or is it? Oh, is, is that the, I don't know. I think it's like, it's like every, one in every 32 people is a murderer that you will yeah. pass. So not necessarily like in a room that you're going to be in, but like right. that you will pass like by at some See, point. I'm going to start counting now. We just, we're recording right now and I just got, there's motion on my front porch. <laughs> I'm looking. This oh, is man. live. Right, it's live. We're going live, yeah. guys. Hold, you have to bear with me because there's no, bad guys. You're fine. I'll ask this question while you're doing that. Um, you pretty much just started to answer it. So do you have, like, whenever you're working, do you ever see, like, a common trait between, I would say, criminals, like, that you've worked with, you know, like, something that they usually all tend to have? I would say no. Really? I feel like, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I have to think about that question more. I mean, I did think it's about fine. these questions. <laughs> but I can't, like, I can't say that there is a common trait. I feel like a lot of times um, I would say there are commonalities, but mm-hmm. not with, like, 100% of the people I see. I mean, I think a lot of it, um, I would say a lot of people have very traumatic backgrounds mm-hmm. um, from very early ages. That's one thing that I've seen over and over again. Uh, I would say another commonality is a lot of drug use with the people I see mm-hmm. uh, and how that like heavy has, drug use? Like yes. Heroin? And absolutely heavy drug head use. trauma as a child? Sometimes. I, I, would see the, <laughs> I would see those people like for NGRIs when they're saying that so do you guys know what NGRI means? Have you ever Not heard Not guilty this? by reason of insanity. Yeah. Yes. Love I only it. know that because you okay. just said just, it like yeah. a few minutes ago. <laughs> well, and I good, was like, yeah, that's good NGRI. Memory. Good yeah. memory. <laughs> so that's essentially, you would, um, you're looking for what happened at the time of the offense um, because of a mental disease or defect. That person didn't know what they were doing was wrong. Mm-hmm. And if you Ooh, plead okay. that way, instead of going to prison, you would go to a psychiatric hospital or um, in the community under court jurisdiction which is another evaluation we can do after wow. that. Yeah. I don't, I think I'm going to try to go to prison. Well, well then like a psychiatric hospital. hospital. Yeah. yeah. So you were mentioning like traumatic childhood. I've, oh yeah. That's why I, I never yeah. even answered your question. So TBIs or head trauma, like 
someone could say, as a result of this head trauma, I didn't realize what I was doing is wrong because oh. now mm-hmm. I'm, or the attorney would probably say, because right. this person is um, not smart enough to know the difference now because right. of this oh, head wow. trauma, if that makes sense. It's What's just, it called? Like the McDonald trifecta? Or... I don't know. We've just noticed a lot of similar traits when we do our research and we're yeah. going in the background of these people. Bad childhood, oh, alcoholic, yes. father, like, divorced. They've all abuse. have head trauma. They've right. all been abused. Uh, not, I shouldn't say all. There's a few a lot exceptions, of but a yeah. lot of them have these very similar traits. Mm-hmm. And then they end up doing and then these horrible things. Don't, and you're but like, yeah. you know, like Ted Bundy. He seems, I mean, aside from his whole or family like thing. Jeffrey Dahmer. Do you guys know Jeffrey Dahmer? He sounds yeah. familiar. He's, he's from my, he's Long from my guy? hometown. Really? He's not yet. Caucasian guy, but before my time, but he was known as the, what is it? Milwaukee cannibal, I think. Yeah. Um, but he, he had like a great childhood and he ended up killing, he was a serial killer killed, um, like, ten, like in the teens or 20 people. Yeah. Have you he's seen like, those pictures that they found like his Polaroids from oh, his house? Uh, yes. Yeah. The like guy in the back bend. That is right. That yeah, is one so, picture I will never get yeah, out of my your head. Your hometown murder is is Dahmer. <laughs> <Dahmer>. Like <laughs> we, Aaron came Mike in drop. ready to fucking go. Mike drop. <laughs> and that is yeah. it, folks. Thank you tonight. <laughs> I don't have a hometown murderer yeah. like that. I have like, my neighbor killed somebody. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, while you were a neighbor, like while my, you were living next to that person. Oh no! Uh, oh, okay. Shortly after that, though. Oh. But um, I'm gonna do his story in a couple weeks. He, he, he did do it, but I would have done it if I was in his situation. Oh, okay. So it's one of those things like, I don't know, maybe I'll send you an email about it later. I would but, love, yeah. Because um, I don't know what I can and can't say right now. But, you know, <laughs> I would have killed that guy too if he broke in my house. I played the fifth. Yeah, we'll just, no, I'm just, we'll just I have nothing to say. some other time. <laughs> but no, I, uh, yeah, that was weird to hear like someone that I, lived next like he he lived in apartment a and i was in b wow so like we yeah. just shared this duplex and it's almost surreal right like if like i kind of feel that way sometimes when i i'll see somebody for like a minor crime mm-hmm. and then they come back because we have repeat offenders and then you usually try to like we try as best as we can to like have that same person see them because you're somewhat familiar with them at least but then when they come back around for something very severe or extreme mm-hmm. we're like why are you back but also just like how could you do something like yeah, that? Right. And I just saw you last yeah. year and you had just, you know, like been disorderly or something, right, you yeah. know, or got drunk and you shouldn't have. And Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know why that, that, that made me think of this. Um, I don't know if you can even answer this one or not, but like for me, people that do things to children are just the absolute worst, absolute worst. Do you think, cause I have a feeling that, or this belief, like once you hurt a child, I don't think you can ever be reformed. Like, I think you're just sick. Do you think that the worst of the worst, like with pedophiles, like, do you right. think they can actually be helped? I or- feel like some people can, but what we do know research says is that at least the uh, treatment options at this point in time are not, they often recidivate or there's a high rate of recidivism. So reoffending. So it's not, it's not great treatment options out there Mm -hmm. at this point in time. Like it's, it's pretty poor. Um, but I will say that I also think there is a lot of like, that is often feedback that Mm -hmm. I hear. Like Mm -hmm. I know like my husband's family, when we talk about the things that I do for work, they're like, how could you even 
talk to someone who's harmed a kid, like, I can't believe, like, death penalty, death penalty. And I'm <laughs> Firing like, squad. okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm not the one that did it. I just, yeah. I just talked to them. Um, but yeah, I just, I feel like that's the feedback I get a lot about sexual abuse um, against kids. And, and oh my God. Yeah. Harm kids I'm the one that's way, like firing squad, firing yeah. squad, you know, yeah. it's just, it's scary. Like I've always been kind of, you know, pro kids even before I had children, but like now that I have kids, you know, well, no, I mean, I wouldn't babysit anyone's kids, but, like, I'm not going to let anything happen I'm to them. I'm not going to air out your okay. <laughs> dirty laundry. Okay. I mean, bottom line, like, <laughs> kids need our, you know, we should be protecting them. And oh, I feel the same way about the elderly. 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 I don't know. There's some assholes out there that are, like, 85. Uh, when I did that story about the granny killer, that broke my heart. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, you're called the granny killer. Yeah. It's not great. That it just sounds sad. It does. It, it was, was awful. And, mm, it was a terrible story. I, I took everyone down. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Yeah, I don't know. That's interesting though. That like, I don't know. The whole born evil. That's how I feel about like pedophiles. Like to me, they're just the worst. Like if we could have a Dexter and a Batman like team up mm. and just take them all out. I know you probably can't react to that, but like, <laughs> just just know, Aaron, I'm all that for is quite the combo. <laughs> yeah, just take them out in a nice, you know, official way, orderly so, way. I yeah. do have a question. Yeah, with what you do, it could could you do something like? Are you considered maybe a profiler? Can you give profiles on people since you do a ton of interviewing and you seem to. Um, get a grasp of their psyche. Aaron knows her shit. (laughs) I will. Hopefully I do. I don't know. Um, But with profiling, like, do you just mean like, like, she means mine hunter. <laughs> I need to watch that. That should have been it. my homework for today. Well, I should have watched it before I came catch here. up on season one. Well, not yeah. even, Look, then you can right come not even just mine hunter. Like I watch criminal minds. Love that oh, show. Profile. Like, and, how they're they FBI Bundy. profilers. Like, kind of conceptualize them? Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah, like, like, before they've ever caught the person. Like, you're just, you're studying a case. Based and, on the evidence left behind and yeah. the crime itself. Like, what, like, a white yeah. man in his 30s that, you know, has mother issues, probably has a speech impediment. Like, they can tell all of this just from, like, oh, the yeah. crime. Oh, yeah, I can't yeah. do that. I, that would be, like, I almost feel like you're... That's cool. And I feel like that's super cool. But I, like, I don't, I feel like sometimes, like, and I don't want to say it almost because then it seems like stereotyping, but sometimes when you, you see people, like, because of the commonalities I was talking about, like, you kind of know, or, like, I, in the back of my head, I'm like, I bet this woman has been sexually abused just by the way that she's talking and the way that she... Her history up until the point, like before I talk about any abuse that she's had, I'm like, yeah, I I feel confident knowing that that she is. And then that's incredible. Usually she is. Sometimes she's not. And I'm like, oh man, I'm wrong. Um, But still, like you knew what to look for, and you got that feeling. Like that's that's incredible, Erin. Yeah, you know, I try. That's profiling. Yeah, that you (laughs) are my daughter. I'm that doctor, apparently. (laughs) She's such a badass. She was a doctor and profiler. Yeah, mind hunter. She's mine hunter. She's mine. We have mine hunter here. <laughs> <laughs> That's in it. The house. Oh, I gotta keep no, honestly, I think her job is so much cooler because you get to actually sit there face to face and just pick someone's brain, mm-hmm. regardless of you know severe crime or burglary or whatever. You know, like you can actually just sit there and see the difference and look. Just that's Fallon's dream. Oh. Like she keeps writing all these murderers. To yeah, they won't write to me go back. Talk to them. <laughs> what else are they and doing? Right? They're probably just sitting there. 
I mean, and then she asked like... me, "Will I come with her?" I'm like, ah, "I don't." Well, I don't, I don't need know. you to come with me now. I'll just see if Aaron's Great, busy. Because yeah. I really, I mean, I'm leaning more towards no. Like, <laughs> I can sit here and tell a story about it, but. Like, mm. have you heard of Ed Kemper? Yes. Okay. Not detail. I've heard the name. So. The references I made earlier about, like, cutting off the head. And yeah, is that that's, Ed Kemper? That's Ed Kemper. Okay. He's horrific. So I have she wants to go see him. He doesn't, for some reason, he doesn't. <sighs> I don't want to <laughs> say, like, you don't scare me, but, like. I what is he like threatened. six foot seven He's and six like foot nine? Yeah, but okay. at the end of the day, so this is my thing. Like you, these people, some people have done horrible things and then we see other people that, you know, like haven't done as horrible things, mm-hmm. but they're still just people. They're like just people. they right. are like, I mean, they're just people and, and it's, and then it's kind of like, are you just desensitized at that point? You know, when you're talking about someone doing terrible things and we're just kind of talking about it, but like, I don't know, they're still just people. Yeah, I mean, see, if you, like, not that, like, people should just stop and start looking up his, you know, family history or whatever, but, like, he did have a very, very abusive and controlling mom mm-hmm. and set of grandparents, and then he starts killing all, but he stopped killing once he killed his mom, so she was, like, the ultimate, you know, thing like that, that he just yeah. had to, like, get, right. and I don't know, he's just, I have not written him yet, Michelle, but I plan on it. Oh, uh, yeah. And I'm going to see. Yeah, I think he's in California. You would just have to. Uh, he doesn't scare me. I just, and I don't mean to sound, you know, you know, Billy Badass. But like, he, I'm, I find him more intriguing. Cause I feel like we had a very similar childhood in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad wasn't around. Although my grandparents would never have laid a hand on me. But like my mom and I had a very rough relationship. Mm-hmm. The love was there. We just, you know, single mom, all that stuff. But I don't know. I think it would just be kind of cool to sit and talk with him and just, you know, see what see why he went that route as opposed to, you know, having a podcast about it later on. Mm. Yeah. You I know? Agree. Maybe you get the flowers. But she California. won't go with me to go talk to him. It's California at the very least. You can just like. I'm a ginger. There's nothing <laughs> so in California for you. Have you been to California? I have. Yeah. It's crowded. It is very crowded. Like there's too many people in California. Yeah. <laughs> we went to San Francisco last year. No, isn't my brother? My brother lives in the area there. So I had my honeymoon there. Oh, I loved it's, it. It's very nice, but there are a lot of people. Lot did of you people. go to Alcatraz? I did. Hell yeah. Very fascinating. Oh, that was so loved cool. Loved it. To see Absolutely. where the guys like escape and just how little room they had to get out. Do you think they made it? I think they do. Come, I think they really? did. Yeah. I kind of like, like to think so. Because what was the guy, the guy, the one of the moms still gets a birthday card every year <gasps> unsigned. Did you know that? No. Yes. What? One of the escapees, the mom, every year wow. on her birthday gets a card. Just says happy birthday. No writing on it. Oh, my God. That has to be that guy. Oh, well, yeah. Frank. Right? I, I can't think of his last name. Yeah, Whoever Clint Eastwood played Frank. I, yeah, Frank I was can't hot. remember. But that's such a good movie. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Just his little fucking fork and his, or no, his spoon and a little knife. And he just dug a tunnel or something. No, you're thinking Shawshank. Are you say, yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like Shawshank. Well, he was like chipping away. No? That's Shawshank. Shawshank. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he That's did Shawshank. the paper mache of himself. Oh, that, they did that. that yes, that was that was Frank. thing. Yeah, but he, no, I'm not, I'm telling you. I'll have, have to look it <laughs> no. up. Uh, so, so, Escape from Alcatraz is an older movie with I Clint Eastwood. Yes. They did do the paper mache. I think that's like the last scene. It's like the camera pans in on this like How paper mache How did he get out of his cell? He climbed... Uh, I do know this. 
there was a hole in his cell that he like. But he went to the was, pipes. Like he went I know, to the side of the wall. He chiseled at the wall and like he put a poster over it. Poster is from shit. Um, yeah, Shawshank. He got out of his cell. Somehow. He did. Yeah, he did. I don't and how. two guys went with them, and the one guy stayed back. Yeah. Or there would have been four. But like but they said, he that, made like a little tunnel to get to the pipes or whatever how, in his cell, know, and he put I his little paper mache fucking head in the bed. So the paper mache head right. was Alcatraz. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm right. Shawshank I'm right. was he walked out with the warden shoes on. Right. Okay. So we're we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, we're just on different books here and there. Like, but no, no, no. That I'll look at Alcatraz up. is fascinating. And it was so yeah, cool. Did you uh, learn about the whole Al Capone and the expiration date on milk? Uh, no. no. They didn't tell you that? No. Yeah, Al Capone, of all people, yeah. is responsible for our expiration dates on milk jugs. Why? Because when he was, like, running shit up in uh, Chicago, like, a, a lot of the ghettos that had, like, you know, kids out running around, whatever, mm-hmm. he would have some of his gangsters, like, set up to protect the lower-income children because he was raised poor. Right. It's actually, like, kind of makes yeah. you all alone, you know, cry a little bit. He, um, so a lot of women, our mothers in that area would always come to him, like, you know, my kids are drinking spoiled milk, like, no one will help us, we're, we're poor. So he would, you know, every day bring down bread and milk or whatever, and he went to, I forget what the court is, to have it fought to, uh, to where no kid will ever, ever drink, like, expired spoiled milk again. Look at that. So Al Capone. so nice. See, right? All the whole, like, tax stuff. But, yeah, so, uh, I forget, like, what it was called. But, yeah, he had to, like, sit through court and, like, fought and fought and fought. That's pretty cool. So, and then he would provide all of the, uh, like, ghetto children, you know, with fresh milk. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Fresh milk and bread. And I think he did, like, some eggs and stuff, too. Like, he just... Killed a lot of people, probably, but, but also fed a lot of children. After right. his own. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. We went up to the mm. the medical ward. Did you get to do that? We didn't do that, no. Yeah, they let us do it, which is pretty cool. Like I the, think they were working on it when I was there. Okay. Yeah, they let us up. Like Birdman. Did you hear about the Birdman? Birdman, yeah. Yeah. So See? he stayed up there mostly. That's crazy. Look at that picture. He's holding something in his hand. Chiseling yeah, I mean, a hole. Yeah, everyone chisels a hole to get out. But That's what I'm talking about. So that He probably happened. did I just remember seeing his cell and it was like they went like up through the roof or something and down there was like pipes and then they had yeah. to climb out that way. But he had to like bust a hole through the wall of his cell to get to that. I forget. I'll have so to he had anything. himself a little like yeah. spoon or something and he was just chiseling away at the shit forever. Maybe. And I don't remember because oh, no. there was another guy who I'm getting this confused because another guy tried to go through pipes. And he almost escaped, and then he got to a point where the pipe just led into a concrete cement wall. Mm-hmm. And then he literally, like, backtracked and said, all right, never mind. Yeah. Back yeah. to myself. Yeah. So I can't remember, like, who did what and well, how. And... I'm pretty sure some of our listeners have seen the movie. Yeah. Try men. Yeah, do you think they made it out? Because <laughs> I think, like, when we took the ferry or whatever over there, the water was pretty choppy. Yes. But, I mean, if you have to think, like, whatever they had back then, I think they could probably, probably made it to shore. It definitely not, looks a lot farther than what it is. incredible things. Or I mean, farther than what it looks. To me, it's like one of those things like the Loch Ness Monster exists and I want, I want it to. Oh, so yeah. for this, these guys, like I kind of want that. Bigfoot? Yeah. yeah. Bigfoot? Yeah. I'm all about that. Yes. So that's where I, that's why aliens? I say yes. <laughs> no. I draw the line at aliens. Really? Yes. How can we be the only ones? No. See, that's not what I said. 
I feel like there's other things out there. Aliens. I feel like they don't come here 20 times a day Aaron, and snatch oh. people. She know, she knows something. No, I, I see that absolutely face. don't know anything. But <laughs> like you know, the people who are like, yeah, the aliens are walking among us, and they're yeah. here. They're already here. I don't. Know, that freaks me out. So I don't like to think about that. Yeah, I know it's super. See, aliens is like. Uh, I don't know. Like I'm all you know, peaceful, welcome. You know, just you know, don't mess with me. Or my family, just be kind. She always says that she hopes I get abducted. I'm still waiting <laughs> tonight. Still waiting. So am the I. Footprints. The oh, God, the oh, footprints. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I mean, I might not make it. I could have an <laughs> I survive story. <laughs> That's I mean, a, an unsolved we should laugh about I'm not laughing about that. That's my ringtone. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, my God. Summers were the best. Unsolved yeah. mysteries at 10 a.m. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Are you old enough to have a, or to have had a VCR? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Hit the old uh, record or, like, set the timer? Yep. We knew it was the red. Yep. Was recording. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, wow. Let me see. I was going to ask you a question about Michael Stone, Dr. Michael Stone. Have you heard yes, of him? I have heard of him, and I looked up his scale. Yes. Yeah, so like what is it, 1 to 22? 1 to 22. 22 yeah. So for those of you who don't know about Dr. Michael Stone, he's incredible. He was uh, part of a show on, it was like, tr- cr- uh, shit, True TV. Yes. Yeah, uh, it was called Most Evil. Yeah. But yeah, there's a scale that he created from one to twenty two. Twenty two being like the most evil twenty, or level one being like I got mad and shot you, finally, you know, like that would be like a one. <laughs> but um, so I think was he at Harvard? He's a he's a licensed psychiatrist. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna ask you about like his scale. Like, do you do you agree with the scale? Have you ever ran into a twenty two? I've never run into a 22, at least, like, by the definitions yeah. of, like, where he like goes. Like, Bundy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say, like, I don't I don't agree or disagree with it. Mm-hmm. I definitely, like, well, maybe I agree to a certain extent, like, when he, there's, like, again, there's, like, commonality. I guess right? what I meant, so, like, yeah, uh, do you agree or do you, um, shit. I don't know what you're getting at. I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> so the, the mm-hmm. scale, like, do yes. you think it. That there is an actual scale. Like, the people can be a little bit evil and people can yeah. be a lot of bit evil. Yeah, I would that agree different, with that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, That's yeah, what I, mean, I meant to ask. So, like, it's a spectrum, maybe? I'm, yeah, know. yeah, like a spectrum. So, I would have been, evil. like, a level one if I shot you when you brought me Twizzlers. Right? That would probably be, like, a two. Like, you didn't even look out there. I'm looking it up real quick well, so I okay. can see. Can, maybe I can give you guys a... I would yeah, go with the level cool. one. Well, see, so, like, um, Susan... Was it Susan Smith, the woman that drowned her kids? She's Susan actually a Smith. lot over, lower on the scale than you would think. But Is that her name? Susan Smith. I'm pretty sure that's her name. Woman in, Who's like, the... South Carolina that killed her, drowned she her kids, like, in the 90s. She drowned, like, four kids. I feel, two kids. I feel like that was somebody else. I thought or maybe her name... we're talking about two different people. You Susan know what? Smith. Unfortunately, there's, like, tons of those stories. A lot of people do that. Yeah. Stone well, is from Columbia. Michael okay. Stone's from Columbia? Yeah, Columbia oh. University. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so he's awfully white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. He's like 86 years old now, too. Oh, is, oh yeah. This is kind of... From, yeah. 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 So, like, I just think, though, that, um, like, so, for example, let's say we have two people, and they're both charged with murder. Mm-hmm. So it's the same charge. 
Like, I feel like those two people could be completely different. So, like, where one might score 13 on the scale, another person might score a 1. Because I feel like the background or, like, the reason for the offense is so different. Like, the, or like if, if there even was a motivation or um, if there wasn't, then why? Like, was it drug use related? Was yeah, it right. premeditated? You know, like, I just feel like there's so many different reasons why. So that to me is, like, again, there's no one factor that I could say like every person I've ever seen has that Mm -hmm. just like every other every person I've ever seen for some like for a murder charge is not the same or it's not the same number on the scale does that make sense interesting yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fascinating it's fascinating it is so I'm just so obsessed that's fine like I'm not I'm not used to the certain things either table so many times (laughs) like my mic keeps moving on its own right mine's doing well yeah yeah I haven't I haven't touched mine um, Aaron, so have you yes. ever like related to a criminal's reasoning before or like maybe even felt like you understood them? Maybe yeah. felt bad for him? Like I feel like definitely, that would definitely feel felt bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like you hear horrendous childhood stories and like, you know, especially like you were saying earlier, like kids, it really kind of does it for you. Oh, like if anyone ever hurts. Right through the like, heart. When I see somebody who's been charged with something and then they have just a horrific childhood, it's hard for me to like. I don't think my role is necessarily to sympathize or empathize with them mm-hmm. because I'm trying to evaluate them for something. But mm-hmm. inside, I'm like, man, that's just, that's really rough. Like, that is so rough. Um, like, they probably wouldn't have done this had their childhood not have been so just chaotic. Or, yeah, like, or how did this childhood influence where they are right now? Like, see them seeing me or, you know, like, because they've had years and years of drug use because they don't want to think about their trauma that they had. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, it's hard to, hard to hear that sometimes. Oh, you God, feel yeah. for kids like that. You know, I, I watch all the crime shows, all the fake ones. Love them. Yeah. She watches the scripted ones. For one. <laughs> Which ones are scripted? They're good shows. Law oh. and Order Law is and Order. incredible. Yeah. But, you know, when you're watching these shows, there are tons of people that will try to dupe the system. Like, they come up with these crazy insanity please even though they're they're totally fine you know they're perfectly sane have have you experienced anything like that like oh, yeah. i don't want to say like i must be duped, but well it, it would be called like what we call it is malingering or feigning like and we mm-hmm. see that all the time yeah i mean i mean not all the time but a lot it's it's definitely more prevalent in forensic psychology than it would be like in um, you know, a community mental health center when someone's going in for an evaluation for yeah. learning disabilities or something. I mean, that's something that we're always considering. Uh, but, like, it is entertaining at times. Well, it almost would be hard, like, if you catch it, it would almost be hard to just, like, not call them on their shit. Just, like... Oh, well, I've called people on their shit before. Like, it's like, come on, man. Like, just stop. Right? Yeah, like, she doesn't seem like the kind of just push like, over yeah, person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, so I will say that my supervisor actually had the best stories, and she's been in this line of work for decades. But she, she'll, like, play into it. So someone was <laughs> saying, like, I, he was talking about all the hallucinations that he was seeing. So he's like, yeah, I, I see all these animals, and, like, I have a pet in my cell. She's like, well, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's an, it's an albino snake. And so she's like, I want to see this. And he's like, well, I mean, it's up in my cell. So she would make, she made him go up in his cell, get the snake, and then, like, 
she he was like starting to pet it when she was at like at the table with him Mm -hmm. and meanwhile i mean this is in the jail so all of the inmates are like watching this happen and he was just like going to town like he was like i'm not stopping this i'm i'm playing i'm playing it through seeing it through here oh wow and petting his pet snake it was (laughs) that reminds me uh i can't say where i worked at but um i had a client at the time who often hallucinated mm-hmm. and I don't want to say that he was one of my favorites but he was one of my favorites but <laughs> like I would go out back with him to keep an eye on him so he could like smoke cigarettes and stuff and he would he used to sell drugs back when before he had this major head injury thing happen to him mm-hmm. but he would always look at me and be like keep this keep it you know just and I would hide his fake drugs that did not exist you know and I would go put him in his Corvette that wasn't there yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. you, you don't want to look at him and be like, you know, you're you're crazy or this is wrong or, or whatever. Like, I'm there to take care of him. So if you right. want me to hide these fake drugs, man. I'm going to hide the fake where drugs. Where I mean, that's so different yeah. than when a kid shoots you, you play dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, and you, you die to. painfully. Yeah. I mean, you go <laughs> over the top. Oh, you yeah. have to. <laughs> Hand to the chest. Just, <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> No, not again. (laughs) I just died last week. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, like, is there any, like, what makes someone insane? Like, is it just their past childhood? I guess it's kind of the question before, like, are are they born with kind of, like, a little bit of a chemical deficiency? Or, like, what is something that, like, let's say I just committed a crime. Like, what is some, like, what are some behaviors that I could exhibit that might make you think, oh, this... She is like, insane. Yeah. So you know? I think, so the legal definition for insanity, like I said, it was at the, well, I'll say NGRI again. So at the time of the crime, the person didn't know the wrongfulness of his or her actions because of a mental disease or defect. So defect would be intellectual disability. So not being smart enough to understand the wrongfulness. And then disease would be a, like a, which you could consider a serious mental illness, like mm-hmm. schizophrenia, major depressive disorder. Um, schizoaffective disorder, bipolar disorder. And so what our, one of our jobs is when we're doing NGRI is to decide if there's a disease or defect. And then we need to talk about, did this person understand what they were doing was wrong? So that would be like trying to figure out, you know, did a person leave the scene of the crime um, or, well, did they, oh, oh no, oh, no, 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 Dude, were you watching this happen? <laughs> no. We're having technical difficulties. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Please hold. And we're back from technical difficulties. <laughs> Super Mike's, technical difficulties. Mike's dropping left Literally. or right. Yeah. Um, God, let's talk really, about. That's really loud. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I need a backup. <laughs> let's talk about false confessions. I have a very hard time understanding how someone could confess to something that they didn't do. Mm-hmm. But then I did have a boyfriend one time that was so convinced that like I was lying about something that I would just lie to get him to, cause the truth, he wouldn't be able to believe it. So mm-hmm. like, that's the only time I guess I've ever had like a false confession. Like, Look, yeah, I don't even work in law enforcement. I can totally believe false confessions. <laughs> just think you're in a room how and for like, though? Well, just think, you're in this little bitty room, smaller than this, for hours, with yeah, someone and like grilling hours you. And hours and yeah. hours and, and hours. And you're by yourself. Yeah, but if you didn't do that, like, let's say murder, like, you know, you didn't do it. But it's Why like, the fuck would you say you did? But also, think about how, like, 
what are our IQs, right? But then let's say that we get somebody's IQ, which is a lot lower, Mm -hmm. and they've gone through years and years of school where their thing is to say yes or acquiesce because we know people with lower functioning often smile and say yes or they'll make a very blanket statement just to try to get pushed through or whatever. So like you're used to just trying to say whatever you can to that person to please them. And so like if at first they're like, yeah, we didn't do it, but if they're being manipulated, they might not even be smart enough to understand that they're being manipulated. Good point. And then yeah. after hours and hours, they're like, I guess I'll just say what they want me to say and yeah. be done with it. Like, do you guys watch Making a Murder? Oh, yeah. I'm no. sure. Okay. No, That's on all, her, but me. You yeah. haven't watched it? I've watched some of it. Okay. Yeah. So, Brand, like, the Massey, I watched, like, the first it, two episodes. Is it Brandon Massey? The, Brandon, yeah. Brandon, okay. So, like, I think, I think that this was part of it, but, like, didn't he at the end, like, he didn't understand even that he wasn't going home. Like, he just admitted yeah, to yeah. having helped Oh, I'm so murder. excited. Someone can talk to me about making a murder. Oh, my God. Well, it's another hometown pride. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> so that's kidding? why I watched it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Holy so, shit. I know. Um, but, like, yeah, and those accents, I just that brought me home. Oh, yeah. Um, big. Oh, and, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Um, but, like, yeah, so, like, at the end, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering this correctly, like, he had admitted to doing it. Yes. And then he said, like, can I go home or can I have, like, a snack or something? It was something that it was, like, you don't even understand, like, what you just said. And yeah. And they're, like, no, you, like, you can't go home. That's a You're lot with the, like, West Memphis 3 is they're just like, so what happened? And he's like, well, you know, it happened at 2. And they're like, but it happened at 8. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, 8. He just, I think he was in there for like 12 hours And that's or how you get false confessions. I just, like, they have tactics to if, try to get you to confess, but if you... Don't. But how how can that be legal though? If if you're doing that to someone that has clearly has a lower IQ, like Brendan. Well, so sometimes what will happen is that they will. So it's called competency to waive Miranda. You guys know what Miranda writes. Yes, are, like, yes. Right to remain silent. Blah, blah blah. So if someone who is low functioning doesn't understand that they waived their rights to an attorney, and because obviously you don't have to speak with the officers if you don't want to. Right. So at some point in time, like. We'll get, and these are few and far between, but we'll get uh, an evaluation um, to determine if they are smart enough, essentially, to waive their Miranda rights. So it's competency to waive Miranda. And so at that point, like, presumably what happened was they waived Miranda but didn't really understand what that meant. And then, like, said stuff that they shouldn't have or maybe even, you know, I don't want to say they they necessarily did a false confession, but, like, for whatever reason, their attorney is concerned that they didn't even understand what they were doing Wow. And waiving that those rights. Then then if they're not competent, then that's kinda like I That's terrifying I assume though. Assume that it's thrown out. I guess I don't yeah. even know what happened. like I said, these are so far and few between. Um but yeah. So Yeah. Making a murder though. Yes. I think I know who did it. Who did it? I don't I mean we can't get sued, right? Because like we're we don't make any money off of this, but I think it was uh, the brother, not Brendan. Allegedly. Unless this is this is your theory. <laughs> This is your theory. Oh no, this is this is what happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, it's not allegedly. So are you yeah. all caught up? No, I didn't watch the like the newest. The second season is really good. Oh, um, is it? Okay. It, it's a lot slower than the first yeah. season. They mostly deal with um the lawyer. I can't think of her name, but um the one who started oh she's like, incredible. More recently making yeah. all those motions. Yeah. yeah, she's a beast, man. Like she. By reading motions, like I've seen, because it'll pop up once in a while. So before that, the second part of the documentary even happened, like you would see those 
the news things come up oh, once yeah, in yeah, a while. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she filed another motion. She seemed like kick ass. So she's like, filing like, everything on every episode. And she goes and she redoes like the crime scene down to, okay, so-and-so picked up so-and-so here. She'll get in the trunk. I mean, wow. she goes okay. through every single step to see. Okay, well, clearly he, sh- she didn't get shot here. She was shot here. But I think it was... And I think the I think Brendan's parents know it too. Huh. Brendan's brother, the guy that had you later find out that Brendan's brother had a thing for that girl that ended oh. up going mur- or going murdered ended up being murdered. Not only that, but his internet history is worse than mine. It is like, <laughs> I mean, I look up crime scene photos and shit all the time, but his was like, you know, what does a you know corpse of a teenager look like? You know, what is, like, sex with a female that's, you know, I don't know, dead or, like, pictures of dead teenagers. He just, and it wasn't, like, 50 or, you know, 100. He had just continuously looked up, you know, murdered girls, strangled girls, how to do this, how to do that. It was very, Mm. very, very graphic. And, yeah, it's Brendan's brother. And when that girl drove away that day after getting the picture for Auto Trader... Um, he was the guy that actually saw, that was a witness that saw her talking to Steve Avery. So he eventually, for like for the most part, kind of like could nailed his coffin and was like, sure. well, I saw her with him sure, right. and then she drove away, right. which is true. But then I think he hopped in that car and went after gotcha. her, stopped her for whatever reason. Cause she knew who he was. Right. So she stopped and then he kills her. And then what better place to get rid of it? Then in the junkyard of your uncle, who just got released from prison for falsify or being falsely accused of rape, and that's Palin's theory. Theory, <laughs> that's what happened. Theory. <laughs> so Mike you need they let Brendan yeah. do it. Like they let Brendan, you know, kind of go along with it because he he has that lower IQ. Mm-hmm. They think that me, either maybe he won't get a lot of time because of his disability. You know, right. and they just let him go with it. And he's like, yeah, I, I did it. Even though he has no fucking idea what he's talking about. No. I think it was Brendan's brother. Wow. Fascinating theory. Just <laughs> that's, that's my theory. Thank you. Thank you for finally saying it. Because <laughs> I, I, Look, I don't know the legal things and what's not. All I know is when we did John Bonet, there's a lot of shit you can't say because we're not rich and I ain't trying to get sued. True. So we're leaving it theory. Well, I, I got a theory mm-hmm. on that one too, and I'll tell you when we're not recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, I got look, that one solved too. It that. ain't a theory; it's the damn truth, and it's I will ne- it will never. We will never say it out loud. No. But yeah, it. Ha- I want to know. Yeah, and you will know as soon as we're yes. not recording. <laughs> John Bonet. Mm. There we go. Um. Yeah, I feel like. If you ever need help, Aaron, like Michelle and I are like down to help you with we whatever. We have a side business called Operation Private Justice. And by business, we don't make any money off of it. Sure. It's just. It's all pro bono. It, We're doing true. this to help people. Pro bono sounds so much yeah. better. You know, <laughs> say it that way. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we help people. We do get on like some deep investigation mm. or investigative oh God, stuff. We're, we're so good and, at it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I'm impressed. Like, it's. I respect someone who can be good at it because I don't know, like, That's I don't all know I, how you could be so I good. The to, only thing we don't have, Aaron, is a fucking badge. But you know what? <laughs> We've like, earned I everything else. I want to be else. a PI. Like, I just want to go on a yeah. stakeout 
and take pictures of someone doing some sketchy shit. See, I want to sit next to her and her job and take notes and just like ah, watch here. Yeah. I just want to provide that evidence. So if I ever can, like, meet Ed Kemper, will you go with me? Yes, I would go. Fuck yeah. yeah. See? I'd go. Well, look. Oh, man. He's <laughs> six foot nine, Aaron. You're tiny. Like, he's going to, like... What's his IQ? Isn't it, like, 147 he's or a genius. something? He's a genius. Yeah. They, that's interesting when you're, when you interview someone and you know that they're smarter than you. Oh, like, God. <laughs> what are you thinking about me while I'm thinking about you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Oh, that's it's so crazy. Cool. Well, I love and it. it's... What I don't understand, like when you see some of these interviews with like Charlie Manson, mm-hmm. can you hear me better yeah. now? Yeah, Charlie Manson, he goes on these rants, and I can't piece together one damn thing he is saying. Like it makes see, no sense. I'm to the exact me. opposite. I hear what what he's saying, and it makes sense to me. It's crazy, and it's see, far out there, and he's a Looney Tune. But like, I get it. Yeah, stick it. Like he's. I don't he never killed it. anybody. He's a killer. He never killed anybody. He's like Jim Jones. That motherfucker killed a lot of people, though. How do you know? He did kill a lot of people. His people killed people. <laughs> By his word. Ooh, okay. I just trapped mm. my trapped myself. <laughs> Look <laughs> at that. You. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I did just walk right into that big deep hole. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just... I think Jim Jones is worse than Charles Manson. I think Charles his Manson body counts go, higher. Oh, well, uh, he, they essentially did the same. No, shit. I, I don't know Jim Jones's past and his history, but I do know a little bit about Manson from Cincinnati. I mean, that's all you need to know right there. I mean, most, there's a common thing. These people from Ohio are crazy. <laughs> a lot of people are from, yeah. Uh, We've I don't think lo- Jeffrey Dahmer was from Ohio, but he definitely lived here. He His did. first murder was committed in Ohio. Wasn't it Kent State? Kent State? Uh, I don't know. I know the, the like house was for sale, and like, everyone's like, oh, oh really? I want to buy the house. Yeah. Like, I'll fucking buy the house they, right now. They tore the apartment building down in Milwaukee, the one that he lived in. I mean, you would kind of have to. Yes. Really? Yes, you would. See, I'm uh, on that. I don't know. I would, I would have loved it, it if they would have been able to preserve that. Mm-hmm. And just to see it, you know, because like that's that's terrifying. What he did is absolutely horrific. Could you stay but to see in a that room it's real that he just killed someone and ate them? You could stay in that room, like you could sleep there. Oh no, no, no! Hold on, no, I didn't say open it back up for business and start renting rooms. Like, <laughs> kick everybody else out. Make sure they have a nice place to live. You know, give them money for. I mean, uh, uh, his neighbor that lived across the hall, he used to bring her sandwiches. Like she was hungry and he'd like pack her a little lunch and like I mean his you house can't, or his apartment reeked with a You can't be a monster twenty four seven. I mean they all do nice things time to time for I know, someone. I wouldn't, okay, so would I go there and stay in his in his house? No. But if it was set up in like a museum tour kind of thing for like fifteen bucks a ticket, yes, I'm paying that. I went to Chicago and begged this is I went there twice. And was just dying for someone to drive me because I don't have, a, or I didn't take my car there, to uh, Inglewood in Chicago where H.H. Mm-hmm. H. Holmes's uh, murder uh, castle was. Nobody would take me there because it's in a super terrible part of town. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like and would- one lady actually said I was too white. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's like, no. We're, I'm not. I'm not taking you. Well, yeah, like you want to go, you want to risk your life to go somewhere. No, I'm going to sit and live kind of person. The castle's torn down. It's the post office now, but like the basement Mm -hmm. of the post office is still the basement of 
on the property oh, of, of his old castle. I feel like I'm surprised they would do that. Like, just get rid of everything. Yeah. I don't it's know. only if, I forget how many feet. We'll say, like, seven. Oh. Like, it, I mean, it's, like, seven feet wide. Like, seven feet of the and post office basement. And you're trying to risk your life to go see seven feet. Now, hold on. Once I talked to the second Uber driver, and he explained to me why he will not be taking me over there. <laughs> I even asked him. The Uber I, said no? Both of them. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then the, we were sitting next to some people uh, at this pizza joint, and I was like, yeah, I want to go to Inglewood. And they stopped eating and, like, took my hand. I was like, girl, no. Like, <laughs> Honey, no. it ain't it ain't yeah. worth it. And I'm like, oh, but it is, because this guy, he killed all these people. And I was just, like, so fascinated. And they're like, girl, no. No. no just don't know. You Still don't know. No. Sit and live. Like, there's nothing there. What do you want to see? I'm like, what used to be there? <laughs> it's all in my head. Like I, I could still see it. feel, yeah, yeah the energy. Not. Yeah, they won't. I I will never get to go there. So, <laughs> but no, so if it, if it were still standing, if H H Holmes's murder castle was still standing, and you could walk through it for ten dollars, and they had a souvenir shop, tell me you're not going to go through there. Are you asking me? Yes, because I feel like you, you guys would both say yes. Would Would oh, you go in it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. See. Yeah. This is the first time you meet me. I don't do things like this. Oh, like, so you girls no. trip. I'm like, <laughs> I'm idiot abroad. Like that's what we always say. As I'm Carl Pilkington, I just don't give a shit. Like, not that sounds really bad. I find beauty in everything, and she finds just darkness and gloom. Yeah, yeah. And I hope you get it's abducted just the Grand, tonight. It's just the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you know she will if she <laughs> yeah. starts to find beauty in everything. That's right. Like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> that like nice. I went to the Grand Canyon. I stood. I. It was fascinating for about five minutes, mm-hmm. and then and you're like, oh, I'm good. I'm done. Good I'm done. No, yeah. I mean, I guess that's just where I'm at. You want to ask her the the question of all questions? Questionable questions. Uh, dun oh. dun dun. Well, I do have another question, mm-hmm. and this is just just for your line of work. Is it easy for you once you are essentially clocked out? Can you just turn it off, like when you go home? Um, yes, except for when somebody does something to kids and Mm, then it's really hard for me to like come home, see my kids or like they make my day bright or whatever. They're just so, I mean, they're young and not jaded, like nothing bad has ever happened to them. And it makes me really sad and it just, yeah, that's hard to forget about. But otherwise I've gotten a lot better at it. When I first started. Can you tell them like, you know, if they say, Hey, you're going to deal with, you know, Joe Smith. He committed this crime against children. Mm-hmm. Can you say, Mm-mm, like, I don't want to do it, or do you have to do it? I, I don't ha- – we don't have to do it, um, okay. which is really nice. We have a supportive environment. Like, you know, like I said, right now they know I do not do any child killers. Like, I don't get those cases. Oh, um, God, I couldn't. Yeah, and, um, I mean, I'm assuming at some point I will again. Like, But it's when I want to, so it's yeah. it really nice that they do that for us. I mean – in your line of work, you would just have to turn it off. Like, there's no way I could just come home. Mm-hmm. It'd be difficult. See, I thought about working for, like, C- CPS, but Jamie across the street, my old neighbor, she mm-hmm. was, like, an advocate for children in Warren County that um, she's basically, like, their voice, yeah. you know. And she's one of the strongest women I've ever met in my life, and she had to quit because of the things that she saw around here. That mm-hmm. was just too much for her to deal with. Yeah. And, you know, she's a beast. Like, she's she has five kids, I think, and just... Something like that, yeah. Salt of the earth and, like, 
can stomach anything, but she yeah. she couldn't keep going with it. It was too hard. And that's funny. Well, you it's funny you say that because I I also have a friend who is um, she runs like one of those centers. So now what they're doing is if someone's been sexually abused, they go to they can go to a like a center, mm-hmm. and they only have to if someone's trained to do a forensic interview, they only have to do that forensic interview one time. Mm-hmm. So then the police can see it, the attorney can see it instead of like having to be interviewed so many times mm-hmm. by different entities and all that. So she was running a, she is running a center and she's one of the strongest women I know, one of my best friends ever. She's the best and it just gets to her and I'm like oh I, but at the same time I'm like how does it not get to you? Right. I mean, it just but it's yeah. It's exhausting. It is it's one of those so, things like I would love so to terrible. help all the children and all the animals mm-hmm. in the world, but a part of me is like, don't even try because yeah. that you just stuff, have to be it, mentally strong. Mm, I feel like, like I, I just have a normal job, and have I have ever, to turn it off. Like I can't even think about <laughs> that when I clock. I'm like done. Have don't you talk ever to me seen the documentary called Dear Zachary? No. On Netflix. Oh, mm-hmm. it. I I've seen it once, and I can't watch it. It doesn't show anything. It's just it's the story. That will rip your heart out. But that is one of the reasons why I can't. Like, CPS were involved and they just didn't do shit. And mm. you, I'm watching yeah. that documentary now on Netflix, uh, The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. I, I'm sorely behind on oh, my you're Netflix, fine. apparently. I, <laughs> I'm like, too. I don't know You actually this. have <laughs> a, like, a legit career. I just I stay at home and look up everything. Suburban housewife. Like, uh, you're the... I am a suburban housewife. Yeah. I'm, that's like the hardest job ever. It has its moments, yes. <laughs> Gosh. But once they go to school, mm. and I'm like, yes. yeah. true crime all the time. It's the hardest job ever. I'm just kidding. All right, cat lady <laughs> with no children. Yeah. <laughs> you say that until you pop out one or two kids. Never going to happen. That's what I said. Yeah, never going to happen. I'm pretty firm on that. Okay. I just so hit the table. Me. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I don't know if you'd be like... What is the worst person that you've had to deal with? Just sane, sane person. Because if, if they're insane, yeah. I don't want to, you know. Someone who has done, like, terrible things and is not sorry for it. Mm. Like, um, or, like, almost felt um, he, he had, like, sexually assaulted people, um, several women, and, like, wasn't sorry. Um, and kind of almost, like like, was not proud of those behaviors and actions, oh. but was, like, proud of, like, like, he, he was, pr- I don't know how to say it. Without like, it's an accomplishment specific. or something? Yeah, not, like, not, not the actual act itself, but, like, kind of surrounding it. Like, he had a very successful business, and, and all of that was kind of wrapped up into, like, the sexual assault stuff. So he's very, Maybe like, he felt, like, entitled to that? He was super entitled, like, just oh. generally, but, like, he, he just showed no remorse at all, and it was just, um... Like, that, that is just one example. And, I mean, I've definitely seen and heard other yeah. stories of, like, just people who are not sorry for the things mm-hmm. they did. But I, I think that's probably, at least in my opinion, the worst thing that I've had to deal with and also hear. Oh, my God. Speaking of creepy pervs, hmm. <laughs> I mean, you saw Weinstein mm-hmm. finally got convicted, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I haven't really kept up with him. I, I, I know, Didn't he, like, rape all of Hollywood or something? Yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the he finally got convicted. I forget what they charged him with, like what what really nailed down. Mm-hmm. A couple charges slipped. 
Oh, I but, did see that he didn't get nearly as long as. Yeah, but they're still trying him in. Yeah, I he think he saw something pending, going on in like L.A. And I don't know that he was sentenced yet. Really? Like, I think he okay. was just found guilty, and then yeah, oh. and then now he's in the hospital for something, but I don't oh. know why he is. He killed himself. Wonder if he's gonna hang himself oh. like Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for you, Chad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got nothing to say about that. Uh, I mean, I, I can't. I can't. I can't get into that. I'm like this huge conspiracy theorist, and I can't. So are people in Cincinnati. Have you seen the signs like on like the highways and stuff that says no. Epstein didn't kill himself? Oh, There's yeah, one. yeah. Someone spray painted it on one of the oh. highways in Cincinnati. Of course it was Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Like, look, I mean, look how we reacted when Harambe was. died. Oh. Right? Nothing too happened. Too soon. Guys. <laughs> too soon. It'll always be too soon. No, for no, no, got bumper stickers for him. I had bumper stickers made that just <laughs> said R.I.P. Harambe. Because, yeah. I, I mean, like, I cried, you know, when all that happened. Like, that's terrifying. That, that's, yeah. 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 For, yeah. for everyone, yes. him, the, the child, the parents, the people working there, like, the whole thing. So on one hand, I'm like, I mean, if that were my kid, I would have shot him too. But then it's like, Harambe, you know, like I've, I've seen you in person, you sweet thing. Right. And, but you would not so believe sad. how many people would like honk me down on the highway or pull up next to me like, never forget. Or a lot of people <laughs> are, are like, my dick's out and it's going to be out for Harambe. Like it just, for a couple years, that's what Love happened. It. Yeah, and it was just, that. it was nice. Like I could have yeah. a shitty day. And then someone pulls up like, RIP Harambe. Yeah. Like you damn right. Yep. Anyways, uh, you got I, anything else? I, yeah. Any of that questions? Do you guys have any questions from the from any of your listeners? Uh, yeah, I'd love to answer them. I have uh, a yeah. uh, Facebook. Um, you keep waving like I'm supposed to well, say, like, but I, you're not I'm shutting up. To, I, I know. <laughs> well, now I'm like put on the spot. And I don't know what to say. Uh, okay. Wait, okay. Ready. Okay, sorry. Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, uh-huh. so our listener, Kel, has, uh, wants to ask you, how does she navigate working relationships with investigators that rely on the hard sciences that may find the use of what some disdain as a soft science? I don't even understand the question. I had a hard time with it, too. I'm okay. thinking he means, like, you know, <laughs> hard science, like, um, like fingerprints, DNA. <laughs> I think she has a better idea of what it is, right? Okay. Oh, Hopefully. She I, has a better I, idea I of everything. <laughs> <'Cause> okay. <laughs> Doctor, nothing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Say graduate, yeah. dropout, podcaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I th- I'll, I'll try to answer it as best as I can. So with, in terms of at least, I'll try to, relationships with other people. So one of the things that I will say is that I guess um, NGRI evaluations are the best example I can give mm-hmm. is that when we're looking at what was going on at the time of the offense, I feel like we need to at least indirectly look at some of like the harder science. And so one example of that would be talking to investigators, talking to detectives who have done the legwork prior to me even seeing this person. So we get the police report, but we also talk directly if we can mm-hmm. um, or if they call us back um, to the detective to really be like, okay, here's what this person said when they were with me or here's what is right. said to have happened. Mm-hmm. In terms of, like, fingerprints and stuff, I mean, we can't, like, I never get into that hard of science because we just don't, Yeah. like, I guess that's just not really pertinent all the time to our, our, our question. Like, because for me, it always goes back to the referral question. So, right. And that was ordered by the judge. So what does the judge want to know? 
um, what was the mental condition at the time of the offense, mental disease or defect, and did they know the wrongfulness? That's not, I, I need to stop from like getting more into like the fingerprinting just because I want to know, like, did this right. person really do it or not? And kind of, yeah. you know, because then that, I guess it's intriguing, right? Fingerprints are so 80s anyway. Like, <laughs> they're like, like DNA or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, on some level, personally, I like to know that stuff because it's just like really interesting to me. But mm-hmm. professionally in my work, it's like, what do I need to know to answer the question? Right. And so we try to use everything we can. Psychological testing, like assessments. Um, like oh, I that said, sounds just so reports. like if you can ever <laughs> bring a friend to work day, I'm that friend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Maybe someday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe someday. So do you have to go to court and testify? Yes. Like, uh, yes. All the time? Oh, okay. Not all the time. Knock on wood. Because um, <laughs> it's, uh, to me, it's very, really, really stressful. Like, especially mm-hmm. if it's, um, like, sometimes it's more providing education when mm-hmm. you're on the stand. But sometimes, I mean, obviously, it can be really contentious. And if it's a more high-profile case, like, you will get some people who are, like, not out for blood, but like definitely a little more aggressive um, when you're on the stand and like trying to, you know, cut your opinion down because Mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't match what they want it to be. It doesn't match your case. Right. So it's always a little like, it's just stressful. That's where I would have a problem. You would too, actually. Like you're on stand and someone's like badgering you because you're not helping their case. I could see you just going. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and you can't, you can't blow (laughs) up, but. Because almost especially, like, because if you do blow up, like, it's almost as if they know that they've got you. And yeah, like, right. then you... And well, then you lose your credibility. Yeah, and, and and that, at the end of the day, is, like, where I, I, I just remind myself, like, everyone has their role. My role is to provide my opinion. I'm a new... I look at myself as a neutral entity in terms of, like, when I go to testify, mm-hmm. like, here's my opinion. Um, I don't... You know, it's not a good or a bad thing if I'm for or against the defense... Or if I'm for or against the prosecutor, right. it's just this is what my opinion is. This is, is. for your career, right? Yeah, this is, it's like this is your job. And yeah, so I'll be like, check in. Here's my opinion. Check out. Like, peace yeah. out. Bye. Um, I mean, it, it, I it's worked for me so far. I love that. It's not always easy. Like, especially when they're not nice. To me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really emotional. I hold my <laughs> contempt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm recusing. I'm recusing. Is it recusing? Recusing myself? Recusing. Yeah. The re- yeah. recusing. Yeah. I would say I plead the fifth. Yeah, every court. We were asked to go to court recently to like. Oh, were you? And I was like, (laughs) no. No. Like, first of all, you don't want me on the stage. Like, I'm gonna say fuck at some point or stage (laughs) stand. (laughs) Already a really strong start, right? You know, just mm, maybe terrible, awful. No, I can't. Yeah, someone asked both of us to go to court. It's like, "Mm." it's definitely a learning experience, and like, and I by no means am a pro at this. Like. I'll see some, like my supervisor, like I said, she had been, she is in the field and has been for a long time. Like Mm -hmm. I look at her on the stand, I'm like, wow, if only like you're my hero, (laughs) if only I can look like this at some point in time. But, um, it's definitely a learning experience. You have to maybe like I've sat sat through court before, uh, when I went to, I gave my cousin a ride to court, but just sitting there, like it was fascinating. Like, Ooh, oh, yeah. what? she, she did I, what? You know, I had to sit eight hours in court straight in downtown Dayton mm. for when I, you know, tried to go to school mm-hmm. and it's crazy. It like is. I know I've been to court around here, not by me doing anything wrong. <laughs> I've seen court cases, but when you get 
or higher crime, the crimes are different. And they're much yes. more violent. And like it, so that was pretty fascinating. Like city crime compared to small suburb. town. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like here it's like a DUI or drug possession or something. There it was this guy beat his wife almost to death. Or Damn. this was like there was a lot of violence. A yeah. lot of brutal violence. So I mean Inner it was interesting stuff, man. It was interesting. I mean, I had to sit there for eight hours. That's a lot of court That's cases. That's a long time. Well, yeah, and like no. they just go through them so quickly. Yeah. Like when yeah. I was there for my cousin to wait for him to, his speeding ticket or some shit. Right. Uh, I mean, I saw like some guy had gotten in a car accident and killed his best friend. Oof. It was like that. And then like someone had a meth charge. It was like, what the hell? But it was just, it was fascinating. Mm-hmm. It made me want to be a judge. I got to do a ride along with a cop. That would be fun. That Dayton wow. PD. Wow. <laughs> I know. Okay. <laughs> you talk about me risking my life? Like, that's scary. I was never allowed to leave the car. Oh, well, of course not. <laughs> so. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, I'm not getting out of the car no. at all. Hell no. no. And no. I'm riding shotgun. Like, I don't want to see how the back of the car is. Like, But I felt like... um like an excited dog going for a cruise. Like, bye bye. Oh my God. Go bye bye. Because yeah. soon Did as they something... crack the window for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, soon as that radio would like come across, like, oh my God, where are we going? What are we doing? Yeah. What happened? What's next? What's next? What does yeah. that code mean? He's like, well, you're in school. Tell me what it means. I'm like, I don't know yet. I haven't learned it. What is it? Did I know, you know 187. Code Adam, uh, code Adam in stores means missing child. Yeah. I didn't know that. I worked at Walmart at some point in time. Oh, okay. I had to, had to know that. Yeah. And it's from John Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Walsh. Which we'll get oh. to his story one day. Yeah. I got yeah. it locked and loaded. So, yeah. do you want to ask a question? Because we've been going for quite yeah, some I'm time sorry. now. I've, oh, I definitely sure. want you to come back because yeah. I have already just like a thousand other questions. And I want to know if I can go to work with you one day. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, the question of all questions, are you yes. born evil or are you created evil? I think it's both. I also, oh, I was just going to say, yeah. I think it's both. I think, I think it's a recipe. What do you, Michelle, what do you think? Do you agree or, or I think disagree? it's all created. Like, I don't yeah. know. If, mm. Can you just be born evil? I, I think some people are born evil and then other people are created evil. Well, and some people do evil things who are not evil people. Yeah. Ooh, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay, Erin. No, no, I'm adding. I'm from. adding something else. I'm adding another one. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I would say I think they're both because I feel like if you're born not necessarily evil, but like you're born with a chemical deficiency of some type, you know, combine that with an abusive childhood, an alcoholic father, someone beat you, they starved you, they poked fun at you every single day, just nag, nag, nag. When you get older. That's kind of like a recipe or could be right. like a recipe for like disaster or, you know, maybe if you're born with a normal brain, but you have a head injury or. Yeah. What about if you are a child of a serial killer? Like you're fine. Are you There's... asking for a friend? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, seriously. You're like Ted Bundy's daughter. Yeah. I didn't want to just call her out because, you know. Rose she, Bundy. She might think... listen. I doubt she listens to this. But if she does, Rose Bundy hit us up. You never know. Dead Academy Podcast. But my point being, probably want to meet you. Yeah. (laughs) A very sick, a very bad person has a child. This child's born. Child's fine. Like, there's no perfect, it's a perfect pregnancy. 
could they be born evil? Just from the fact of your parents are evil. Maybe. But I don't know. Because that's what I have a thing of, like, I don't really know about that. But what <laughs> happens, like, so we were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer earlier. Like, he had just, he had a fine childhood. Like, there was no, to my knowledge, there was no trauma that's ever been found in his childhood. Like, his parents were married. Know, they so were crazy. loving. And, like, he did terrible, horrible things. So that to me is like that would lend itself to more of like you could be born with with something to make you evil, right? Or yeah. you know what I mean? I guess that's what I I think of that as an example. I think okay. with <clears throat> excuse me with Dahmer, like when he realized that he was gay, and he mm-hmm. at that time figured that his parents definitely or no one would really accept him, right? I feel like that kind of secret, and then to go try to find the guys that you want to share that secret with, and then. That but becomes maybe, an like, obsession. He hated himself so much. Maybe for, like, like why knows? am I gay? You yeah, know. And then his yeah. mom found all that stuff and under or his dad under his bed. Like embarrassment, I think, can really contribute to someone's. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Shame. Yeah. Shame, yeah. self hatred. Like right. Yeah. Not. I don't know that that's how he felt, but like, I mean, you think about when that was happening. It was a lot of like different. It was a different time back totally then. Totally different didn't time. Talk about it. He was like, "Don't ask, no tell," kind of thing. It was like the eighty. What was that? It's like there was a mix of like satanic panic and just like AIDS are everywhere. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. That was yeah. the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think lastly, since you've spent about two hours with us, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Are well, we sane or are we insane? Which one of us is most likely to just pff, fucking go nuts? <laughs> <laughs> um, Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that because it's yeah because it's biased. not true i know i don't think either one like of you would do that. jim jones oh well do what? she is i don't bright. think either one of you would well you are shit. right about me like i can speak for myself no i will never do anything that's crazy and you're all bark no bite as well right <laughs> oh yeah you, you, you talk a big game yeah. through other people and cases and you know. Yeah, it's so weird, but like I find that I find this stuff just so fascinating. She like, barks I could a lot. Never do any. Well, uh-huh. I was pregnant, uh, yeah, once, and I got into it <laughs> something awful with the wedding uh, DJ service. Okay, this woman was a the worst woman I have ever dealt with. Her name was Stephanie, and if I ever find her, she's had it. But she was just the this worst. Barking. <laughs> yes. Well, oh yeah, I, I'm about to howl in just a second. I got so mad at her. I don't even know where this came from, but she was like, you know, you're being a real asshole about this. And I'm like, you know, you're going to call me an asshole. I was like, you're a fucking bitch. And I was like, if I ever see you, I was like, I will rip out your fucking rib cage and wear it as a corset. And I don't know where that Goodbye. came from. Goodbye. Very creative. Right like, I, afterward, I, I was never... like, damn. damn. But then she was like, well, you just tell that to my lawyer. And then neither one you. of us ever contacted the other one again. <laughs> yeah. But, but if she would have drove to your house and like, say it to my face, you'd be like, oh, oh my well, God. I didn't like, say anything. I'm like, Josh, can you answer Would you like some coffee? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, wow. This was fun. Yeah. Will you I, come yeah. back? Like, did we scare you away or No. Yeah? I would okay. absolutely love to come back. I would love to have you back. This was so much fun. I'm not going to lie. I was super freaked out and just like, I don't know, not like nervous or scared, just 
so excited. I was like, I don't want to screw up anything. And like, well, I hope I, I hope I did it justice. Are you, oh, you're great. really cool, Erin. Oh, like, I think you're thanks. really cool. You even like thanks. held her back. You didn't even really cuss. This is the first time you have like <laughs> lowered the profanity. It's See, she it's might impressive. think that I cussed a lot though. No, we but if you hear any of our other episodes, to, oh yeah, man. don't don't backlog. Just listen from here up. Oh, I will. <laughs> We say some nasty shit, Aaron. This is our most professional one yet. I know. I hope you don't get used to it. I just, we finally have like <laughs> she's the she's it. This is yeah. amazing. This we talked about you to everybody, and I don't know, oh, like, really? oh my god, you need, just, do you need to like plug anything or no, you know? no? <laughs> Can I say hi to? Oh, I'll totally. say hi to Kyle, my boys. Hi, hi Kyle. Guys. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Well, well don't let your really boys nice. listen How to old are your children? No, no, God. Oh, yeah, that's true. They will not be hearing yeah. that. But, you know, just tell me well, them like, that we said hello. No. Yeah. Kyle, yeah, I'll make Kyle listen to it, whether he likes it or not. I haven't got to meet Kyle. I forget why I didn't go to the holiday party. But when Josh came home and was like, uh, he just so, like, was like, yeah, I got to uh, talk about um, this, like, forensic psychologist. Like, she might be willing to come on the show. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why are, so, like, why are you so peaceful about yeah, this? Yeah, like this is this is huge news. Like I just won the podcast yeah. lottery. Like, what do you mean? Just yeah, get a hold of her. Like, I was writing like, oh my god, Erin. Like she's she's it. <laughs> you know? I have arrived. <clears throat> you really yeah. did. Yeah, this was great. This yeah. was a lot of fun. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, really thank you for coming. Yeah. 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 We hope you like your gift of we, Should do, I we open uh, just it? a whole sure go it? for it. Yeah. It's a bomb. I'm just kidding. Oh my god! <laughs> Corks cream. Oh, this is so. We make that, yeah. Oh, fun. It's a bomb. You guys... It's really not a bomb. It's not... Hopefully not. This is so nice, you guys. They really didn't have to do this, but they were very nice. And... <laughs> What's As they're losing their shit, I'm just. No, it's just. It's, oh. a, it's a okay, candle. Got rid you... of all of my candles, though. Because they didn't smell right. Well, I wasn't else. sure, uh, like, what oh, kind yeah. of scent you like. But if you this want, you can totally <laughs> trade that. No, I don't want to. Fall is my favorite. Well, hold on now. I have Bath and Body Works candles downstairs, Erin. No, this is... This, do you make this? I don't know. I didn't Oh, okay. I was no. like, I made, I made this the... looks so professional. <laughs> no. But the rest of those products came from the rusty cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> and if you Part ever need the bomb. Anything, the bomb. Free bomb with every purchase. <laughs> it's a BOGO deal. You know, it's like the it's um, like the subscription box. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's like the rapid fire shit. Like the first thing you know, what? bomb. Oh yeah. Oh that. You know what? That would have been really cool. Oh, to have like a rapid fire thing ready for her. True crime rapid fire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Favorite serial up. killer. Ser- oh well, Dahmer, of course. Oh yeah. Isn't it? I mean, Duh. I brought him up like fifteen times. <laughs> <laughs> Not to name drop or anything. Yeah. But. Like, Hometown pride. <laughs> uh, do you think Stephen Meyer did it? Making murder? Do you think he did uh, it? No. I don't either. No. It was a brother. Theory. Oh, allegedly. allegedly. A- opinion. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Allegedly. Whatever. Uh, favorite ice cream? Cookie dough. Mm, good one. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm, no, I won't <laughs> We have some at home, so I will be eating that tonight. <laughs> what? Have you ever had... Uh, what is it? The Jimmy Fallon? It's called the Tonight <gasps> Dough. The Tonight Dough, yes. yes. Yes, I may have eaten a whole pint. What is it? Half pint? Oh, yeah. We, we've all. Yeah. Don't judge. We've right. all been there. I do the non-dairy. <laughs> <laughs> but Soy they <know> do. whip. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
some people are lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like cookie dough with Oreo cookies. Fucking cookies and cream. Worlds. But oh, chocolate okay. cookies. It's oh, got like, cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that's like to the night dough or whatever, right? Yeah, and it? it has like brownies well, and, oh, it has, and, and it so has good. real peanut butter Churros. in it and nuts. Mm. Oh my God, mm. it's so good. Mm. So I can mm. eat that. It's like $6 a pint. It's good though. Mm. Worth yeah. it. Favorite movie? <clears throat> oh. oh. Um, Family Stone. I've never seen it. Oh my gosh. Never heard of it. Oh, I have you guys. <laughs> well, it's not related to any murders or anything, so I guess I'm not surprised. It's got like, who does it have in there? Sarah Jessica Parker, okay. Rachel McAdams, Diane Keaton. I love Rachel McAdams. Yeah, the coach. Who's the guy who played coach? Like, um, oh, yeah, coach. The old guy. Coach. Yeah. Coach is in it. He's the dad. Just a lot of family dynamics. Pretty funny. Christmassy. Okay. I watch it every Christmas. Oh, I love Christmas movies. Yes. Yeah. Best. Well, after you're done with Mindhunter on Netflix. <laughs> after. Do you yeah. notice that you say after? Not, <laughs> after. <Yeah>. not if. <laughs> yeah. After. I mean, you would you would love it. And, like, and especially knowing that you are that chick. I can't think of her name. Was it Catherine? I don't know. Doesn't matter. She's the only female in their <laughs> I basement. I will know who. Yeah. I will. Um, you got to watch Peaky Blinders. Has nothing to do with true crime <laughs> or anything. It's just a damn good show. Okay. And I love Killian Murphy. Well. Killian, if you're listening, holler Okay. <laughs> so, I want to wrap this up because it's running. Okay. It's running long. Okay. Aaron, thank you for coming. Yes, coming. Thank you for having me. And, uh, it's been awesome. If you have any questions, we can, you can email us. Dead mm-hmm. Academy Podcast. Gmail. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on Twitter. Podbean. Any questions for Aaron? We can send it over. iHeartRadio. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah. You can hear us anywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah, if you do have questions for Aaron that I didn't get to get to ask tonight, shoot them over. I can email you. Absolutely, yeah. You know? I'll respond, promise. Yeah, and yeah. she does. She <laughs> rub you back, like, super quick. Yeah. Made me even more nervous. I'm like, oh, my God, she's thorough. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. But no, we'll, we'll have to have you thorough. back, like, in a couple, because there's a couple other cases that I want to, like, go over with with you. But Yeah, and then give me a heads up, and then we can, like, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. talk about them in ten. Yes. Oh, yeah. man. That so would... fun. This is, have you this watched is the staircase? Like no, no, of course not. I'm I'm trying to wrap up. Quit okay, talking sorry, about shows. I'm just I just I can't wait to have her back so we can talk um, about other stuff. Also, merch is coming soon. Merch is coming soon. We have t-shirts. Well, it's in the process. We got something. It's in the works. It's coming soon. T-shirts. You can come buy them at Horror Hound oh, in yeah. three weeks. Yeah, we're gonna be because we're gonna Hound. have a booth for the Rusty Cauldron and Daddy Academy podcast and yeah. In March my, and March. Yeah. yeah. March and March. March and March. So get your ass to Sharonville. Yep. It's uh, March 20th through the 22nd, Sharonville Convention Center, Horror Hound Weekend. We will be there. Rusty Cauldron will be there. My kids will be there with their booth, Winter and Willow's Wicked Wonderland. Come yeah. support their art. That's all I have. That's it. So everybody have a killer week. Aaron, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Later. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>